0: Welcome to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brouwer, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota.
1: Well, welcome back to another episode and welcome back, Carl. We've missed you the past couple of weeks. Where have you been?
2: Oh, where haven't I been? Yeah, it's... (laughs) It's been quite a couple of weeks nonstop. Uh, it's hard to feel like you're still in a pandemic when all of a sudden you're traveling as much as you ever did before the pandemic. And maybe that's because the pandemic's uh power over various people, certainly over me, apparently has started to wane. So uh, <laughs> not, not that I'm complaining. That's for sure. Well, Lauren, uh,
1: can we declare it over?
0: I, I've declared it over since last year. <laughs> I've, I've been you traveling never and sneaking around doing my own thing because I'm a rebel.
1: Yeah. But in all seriousness, I mean, like as Carl said, he's been traveling a lot. You will be traveling, I think, starting tomorrow and next yep. week. You know, everything is going to be really busy for me, too. I'm going to Montana with Nissan. Then I'm we're going to meet at Amelia Island. So yep. let's yep. declare it over, okay?
0: Okay, yeah. done. Over. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody tell Fauci. Send them a wire or a telegram. <laughs> he well, might be the hardest one
1: to
2: busy. convince.
0: Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Well, because he's making money off of it, but that's a whole other subject.
1: <laughs> so, Carl, as we said, uh, with you the co- last couple of weeks, tell us what, what you were doing, like something really, really cool. I mean, a lot of cool stuff, but one more than the others, I think, right?
2: Yeah. So, you know, I had I had decided to go ahead and uh, jump in on this uh, car rally that I'd heard of called the Long Tail Rally. And um, I think they get the name from, you know, all the McLarens that are long tail models, the high performance versions, but it's not officially a McLaren rally. It's an anyone who wants to go rally, but generally high end cars is what goes on it. And I've been seeing these things for years. I'm sure you guys have too. They happen all the time Uh and they never really appealed to me because my understanding was that, you know, you pay a whole lot of money so that you can take your high end vehicle and risk it in high, high, you know, rapid driving on public roads where you hopefully don't get a ticket or get in an accident all day, and then go to a hotel and get to the a nice resort at like 10 p.m. Then go do dinner, maybe even go clubbing until one, and then be told that oh, dark thirty the next day, you got to get back on the road again. So, so who's turning pages? Because I'm hearing a whole lot of noise here. Is someone uh, you know turn, Lauren, t- turning turning pages? That's me. Over? Sorry. Okay. Maybe she's taking notes on all these great uh, things. I am taking
0: notes. I want to know all about this. Tell us more.
1: Okay. That was part of the pandemic, Lauren. We're going to have to get rid of that too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So so this one came uh, by my way and I learned about it through people on social media that I've become friends with in the car community. And when I ended up talking to the guy who runs it, he said, "Uh, we hardly ever, if ever, leave before 11 a.m. And we're always at the next hotel by 5 p.m., so you're not paying a lot of money to barely sleep in really expensive resorts that you don't really ever get to see or experience. And that right there was uh, a key part of what made me want to go on it. And then when they when I realized that he was really being pretty picky about who he let on it, I could tell after we talked he talked to me. It's like, wow, that was kind of an interview process. I think he's trying to screen out certain types of people and make sure only other certain types get to go. And apparently, I cleared the bar. And ultimately, there were about. 30 cars, probably the single biggest brand was a, was McLaren's. You had 570s and 600s and uh, multiple 720 And then you had Ferraris and a uh, couple Porsches, one BMW M4, and uh, two, not one, but two, Ford GTs. One was a 2005 red with white stripes, and one was a 2019 Carbon Series Liquid Blue. That one would be mine. And we just uh, drove from Laguna Beach to Palm Springs to Beverly Hills to Monterey, sorry, to Santa Barbara, to Monterey, to Yosemite, to Las Vegas. And then of course I had to drive back from Las Vegas after all that. So those were all the cities this rally hit and stayed at least one night in over an 8-day period. And um, it was really pretty amazing, pretty exciting, pretty fun, a uh, great group of people, amazing roads as you can imagine between those locations. And uh, really impressed with the Ford GT, by the way, as much as I thought I liked the car before, when you put 2000 miles on it in eight days, and don't get a single warning light or have a single issue the entire time, including tracking it at a track outside of Vegas, and then on that same day late late at night to avoid rush hour to avoid traffic coming back to LA, you drive back at the end of the last day of the rally after you've tracked it for most of the morning. And you still don't get any lights and you still don't get any problems and you still don't get any issues. Uh, you start to think that maybe the new GT is more like the old one than you thought in terms of robustness. One of your favorite features of the original 05, 06 GTs. So um, a lot of fun, a lot of excitement uh, and a lot of great people, a great group of people to hang out with for eight days.
1: So, Lauren, I know you have an opinion about putting so many miles on these kind of cars, but uh, it seems like a lot of fun. So, I like, put
0: I've put a lot, a of, lot of miles on mine, right? but more more than I wanted to. Uh, I did a drive la well back in what, be 2019 now because the last time we did a Shelby convention and it was at Pittsburgh, and I live in Buffalo, so it's a good four hour drive, and I. Like Carl, I mean, I had no idea what to expect. And my husband was loading a, a 65 Shelby into the trailer. He goes, go, just go. I'll meet you there. And I'm thinking, okay. Like, I didn't think anything. About I get in the car, which there's no room for your luggage. So it's basically the passenger seat. I assume you had the same dilemma. Um, and you'd start driving this thing and you put it into just normal mode and it gets phenomenal fuel economy. The ride was surprisingly comfortable no lights, no problems. I went one tank from Buffalo to Pittsburgh. I got there with 90 miles left. I was afraid of stopping because remember the cars were new. And I thought, geez, if something goes wrong, I'm going to be out in the middle of nowhere, like asking some stranger to help me. But there wasn't a problem at all. I didn't even stop to go to the bathroom. It was amazing. I have to say the car was really impressive. And then I put it on the track for three days and then drove it home on one tank. So I was I, like you, Carl, I was super impressed with the car on the track, off the track, and it's probably one of the best vehicles we've ever owned.
2: Yeah, they're really amazing, and it was quite a hit with the rest of the rally. Uh, a lot of people really shocked that there was a, a new Ford GT, and it was being <gasps> driven. <laughs> oh my god! What are you doing? Jeez. Those are supposed to go under wraps and they never come out. Don't you know the rules? So it was great fun to blow people's mind uh, by having a a, a GT, you know, like out in the middle of nowhere on the roads between major cities in California and then death through death Valley between Yosemite and Las Vegas on the uh, final big drive day. And of course um, you're out in those open areas, you know, if you want to, I of course wouldn't do this, but some people went really fast and did, got to very high speeds in their car. I, of course, was always obeying the speed limit at the whole time. But mm-hmm. some other people, always. other people did yeah. that a few times. So.
1: I was going to ask, like no tickets, like not for you, but for the whole group.
2: <laughs> so I know of one person who got a ticket and I felt really bad, the other Ford GT, the the red one, which Ooh. by the way, I met the owner of that car the first uh, night for dinner down in Laguna Beach at our opening uh, opening evening. And we ended up sitting together and you know, we were basically like, best friends before the end of that evening even and then the rest of the rally we were commonly cruising together but in this case all the rest of us came into Santa Barbara and he was uh, kind of uh, at the back of the pack a little by, behind the group and his his theory probably correct was that after we all came into santa barbara with various cars that show up at high levels of visibility and maybe some people weren't even following the speed limit well by the time he came in the whole area had been alerted and uh he was the one who got snagged by a uh, oh. local police force <laughs> and all not even going that fast not as fast as some of the other people that were driving in that earlier you know one two hours earlier were maybe going at a higher rate of speed but there weren't anyone there to catch them so they were there to catch the poorer 4 gt the O5 4 gt as it came in so he got oh. a ticket i think one other person might have gotten one um there was at least one incident of um shockingly one of the mclarens breaking down i i know i didn't believe it either because those cars are so super dependable they never have problems but one of those had a problem uh the second day but um generally speaking no you know really negative incidences certainly not given the potential what the cars and the people and some of the speeds that some people did sometimes um and it was really just an amazing experience so long tail rally you can find it on instagram you can uh, see my story hopefully i'll get that up i've got a backlog of stories to produce right now but that's one of them and um really great photographer they had a hired they had a hired luggage car so the whole luggage issue you talked about lauren really oh. wasn't an issue yeah. Now I that's mean,
0: the way to do it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: You just had to get down there with your packed luggage by a certain time. And the luggage car would always leave early before the main group, and it would always get to the next hotel before the main group. And by the time you got into the hotel, checked in and walked into your room, guess what was waiting for you already in your room. So uh nice. that was a, that was a nice system. The guys who ran this really knew how to do it. They had a dedicated um car with two photographers in it, and they had a dedicated uh Toyota Tundra with um outside camera mounts for video in, uh, following us too. And I've already picked my photos, by the way, I was going through all the photos that these guys took and they were like, there was a madman. It was a, a, a man, woman team. I think they're a husband and wife actually, but they were the team of photographers and they were just, she was in a Fiat 500 a bar. And she was willing to do what it took to make sure she was where the shots had to be. And you can imagine what that means doing with this group yeah. of cars with 720s and Ferraris and 812s and all that. She would just do what it took to get where the shot need to be. And then uh, uh, he would be shooting out the car. And I went through all the photos, took a long time, picked what I thought were the best photos that knowing, well, I'm going to pick all the ones I think are great. And then I'll stream it down again thinking I'd already done that for all the ones I looked through. And when I went, got done looking at all the photos I picked just to start the real crunch down to the best photos, I still had 169 photos. So that will be my second pass on editing down photos. Cause I don't think I'm going to be able to do a story with 169 photos in it. Wow. Um, so yeah, the photos are crazy. The video I cannot wait to see until they edit it together. Cause I know there were some great shots of that. Um, yeah, really well run and really good group of people. And, um, really glad i I went on it that's
1: fantastic i'm jealous about it and i'm glad you enjoyed it so when we come back uh we're going to talk more because you went back to laguna seca i understand
2: right Right. and then a week later i was right back to monterey after i'd been there with my car uh, for a press event so yeah
1: okay let's go let's take a break and come back with that You're hearing uh, Carl Brower's stories about the uh, two weeks that we miss him here on the show. So Carl, you just told us about the long tail rally that you did with your GT, and then you went back to Laguna Seca with, uh, what is it, Acura, I think?
2: Yeah, and it was really bizarre because at some point when I was at Carmel Valley Ranch in Monterey as the host hotel for the long tail rally, I think it was as we were leaving the next day, it never even occurred to me, and then I realized, wait a second in one week or less, I'm going to not just be in Monterey. I'm going to be at this same resort again with Acura. And sure enough, uh, I was. And that was for the new um, TLX Type S, which is their new higher performance version of the TLX that was just introduced last year. Um, and we used Laguna Seca as the track location to test the vehicle, as well as the local roads around Monterey for the street drive portion. And uh, so that was fun. And I went at a, you know, I had to go, I was back from the long-tail rally very early Sunday morning because so I left midnight from uh, Vegas to avoid LA traffic. And so Monday I had kind of a day to catch up, and then Tuesday I was on the plane again up to Monterey for the TLX. And so we drove all day Wednesday between the track and the um, street, and then at 4 p.m., the Acura folks were fine enough, cl- kind enough to find me a transportation just driving up to San, San Francisco, which is about a two-hour drive from Monterey, so I could attend the Ducati Monster Motorcycle event that was uh, nice. the very, very next day. So uh, when I saw the main drive day for the TLX was Wednesday the 5th, and the main ride day for the Monster was May 6th, Thursday, I thought, well, I think I can make this work. They're only two hours away. So, uh, yeah, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday was kind of a thrash last week, and uh, but I drove uh, or rode two very— uh, Cool new vehicles. There's still an embargo on the TLX Type S, no embargo on the Monster. And um, you guys will appreciate this. The Monster has just been completely redesigned for 2021. And uh, horsepower went up slightly, torque went up slightly. The bike lost forty pounds, and it previously wow. weighed it previously weighed around four hundred and like twenty pounds. So it lost approximately ten percent of its weight. Now all three of us could appreciate if you had a car suddenly drop ten percent of its weight during a uh, redesign, what that would mean hundreds, you know, three four hundred pounds depending on the starting weight of the car. So the bike was really fast the power to weight ratio bumped up a bit so to speak and uh it was, was, was a cool. horsepower
1: in that
2: way? Uh, 111 111 horsepower oh. and i think it's like 69 or 70 pound feet of torque but um one of the fastest bikes you know what freaked me out guys was i was thinking about it and then i asked one of the other uh, people one of the other journalists on the trip i said doesn't the panigale v4 which is the all-out race super bike version of Ducati that they make right now, I said, doesn't that weigh even slightly less than this bike? And they were like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, and doesn't it have like 200 horsepower almost twice? And they're like, "Uh uh-huh. Yeah. And that just, I mean, after riding the monster and, you know, it was right at about 400 pounds wet. So that means with all the fluids and stuff in it. And with 110 horsepower, I mean, you know, 111 horsepower, that gives you, it's a four to one, uh, horsepower to weight ratio. So you guys can crazy. That's crazy.
0: They're, they're great bikes anyhow, but they're
2: fast. Oh my gosh. The few times. And I, you know, I'm not Mr. Speedy guy. I used to be, but now I'm old and scared. So I was pretty, you know, gentle on the bike. And the few times that I really cranked the throttle, never did I get to the throttle stop, but there were a few times when it was open and all, and I cranked it, you know, somewhat, probably I'm assuming over halfway, but probably not much more, honestly, Uh, Yeah, what it did and what it returned in terms of acceleration was pretty scary. And when I thought about that and thought about the Ducati Panigale V4 with roughly twice the horsepower and a little less weight was just like, okay, I've got an 840 horsepower Dodge Demon in my garage. And that doesn't scare me nearly as much as the thought of a 200 horsepower, 400, 390 pound pound, uh, Ducati motorcycle. That's just
1: Yeah, you can get like to 100 in first gear, (laughs) almost like it's crazy. Oh my fast. gosh. You made me re- uh, remember a story about Aducari and Laguna Seca. When I was about years old in San Francisco, I was there for a summer. My cousin, Renato Larin, had Aducari. He loved the motorcycles. Then one weekend, he said, uh, We're going to go to Laguna Seca for a race. So we drove down. Well, he drove down. I was eight years old. And then I don't know if he was teasing me or he was serious about it. But uh, when right before, you know, when you go on that road, uh, I don't remember the name of the road that that leads to Laguna Seca. He goes uh, side of the road and he said, "Okay, you're going on the trunk because I don't want to pay for your ticket." <laughs> <laughs> so, so he puts me in the trunk and he goes through the entrance of Laguna Seca. You know, like up the hill and all that. And then when we finally get to the trunk, he said, "Like you're gonna jump really quickly, so like because I'm opening the trunk and you're gonna jump up. <laughs> 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 so. That was my first uh, entrance into Laguna Seca. And again, I don't know if he was teasing me or he really, I don't know how much could have been. I mean, like almost 40 years of that or whatever it was. Um, but that was my first visit to Laguna Seca to watch Arucati. So you just made me re- remember
2: that story. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's people who did that for movie theater or drive in movies a lot back in the day. But I guess uh, yes. some, people, some people did it for racetracks too, apparently.
0: Yeah, I'm sure they did. My first time in a Ducati was a friend of mine who was into cars and I had never wanted to be on a bike because I saw someone get killed on a bike when I was 16. Some, you know, some not paying attention hit someone who was, you know, making a right turn. It was a horrible experience. And I thought, I'm never going to ride on a bike. And she got to ride in she just drove me crazy. I said, ah, and I didn't want to do it. Finally convinced me. I put on a helmet. I race cars. So I had full face race helmet. So I got on the back of the bike and I went it was a great experience. And I understand why people are that excited about it. You know, they just, it's a, it's a different experience. The problem is you almost have to ride with somebody on the street because yeah. people don't pay attention. And even now with more distractions, uh, I think that the only way I would ride is with two people, you know, you and someone else that way, it looks like two headlights and then their brain, it goes, Oh, there's a car rather than, Oh, there's a motorcycle or a group of yeah. guys. Uh,
1: well, I got uh, into something that is legally a motorcycle, which is the Polaris Slingshot. Last week, yep. I, I returned it Monday, and that's obviously not as powerful, but it's, I mean, it's 202 horsepower. It has a four-cylinder engine, like automatic transmission, and it can go fast, and it's in the open, and it was kind of fun uh, and, and much easier to ride, obviously, because you have three wheels, so you don't have mm-hmm. to, like, balance that thing uh that much when you're turning. So I was on a motorcycle too, not as fast as you calls
2: Well, I was, I, I got to tell you, this was uh, my first official press launch for a motorcycle. I actually saw the world debut of the Goldwing like three years ago. It was in Santa Barbara, but you didn't drive it. They just transported us oh, up okay. to see it unveiled. And then I wrote a story uh, for Forbes on it, but that got a lot of traffic too. And so I, after that, I was like, hmm, maybe I should do more motorcycle stuff. I was shocked at how much traffic the uh, Goldwing uh, just, just a, You know, world debut, no riding impressions or anything. So this will only be my second story on a motorcycle uh, and my first real launch where you drive it and experience it. And I was worried. I was worried that I wouldn't be able to keep up. There'd be all these, like, you know, super... Yeah. You know, Experts. You, you, yeah, Well, you think it's like, you know, these, these motorcycle jockeys and they're just like, you know, ah, fast one wheel in the air where, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to be like the old slow guy that slows them all down. Well, I wasn't. And that was, that made me feel good is that, uh, I done, I, I kind of started riding again more on my, my, uh, triumph scrambler that I've got here just so I could get my muscles, you know, my clutch, you know, you're squeezing those clutch all the time. So yeah, I don't want my remember, clutch to, to wear out and everything. And, I was like, well, I'll probably be okay. And it took me, you know, a little while to get comfortable, like leaning it over as far as I know you're supposed to and the counter steering and all that, but it didn't take long. And then I was, you know, once upon a time I had a Ducati 851. I had a Ducati 851 superbike in the early nineties. And that was like, that was like the Panigale V4 of, 1991 fuel injected four valve per cylinder liquid cooled that was a big deal there were like three motorcycles with that level of technology in 91 92 and i had mine and so i've gone fast and leaned over bikes pretty far and i've even taken classes you know up at willow springs the twist of the wrist keith code motorcycle Superbike school and all that so
1: That's i awesome. knew the knowledge
2: was in there somewhere i just was like oh, can i access it It accesses it? It's, i haven't ridden a lot of bikes and i haven't ridden anything aggressively for a while but it was fun and, uh, the scenery was amazing, San Francisco, and then going down to Morro Bay, uh, not Morro Bay, um, Half Moon Bay and, uh, shooting up to the, I think it's called the, was it the Ridge, the Crestview road, whatever it's the, it's, there's a road where you can see the Bay by San Francisco and the airport. And you can see the ocean when all you're right. up on the top of that Ridge and all they do, car car launches, they'll have me drive up there too, but we were on the bikes. And by the way, they had hired photographers. And, you know, you, we're all used to going to these press trips and either you take your own photos or you use the press photos that they give you. Well, these guys had photographers and they'll have photographers and they'll take photos. And sometimes even you get a photo of you driving the car. These guys took extensive photography and made sure each of us on the motorcycle was like going in a line and we'd go through certain locations and they'd make sure that they lined up and went by them. And they've sent me wow. all the photos. I've never looked cooler in my life. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna use every one of these photos because they got like, you know, the whole thing where I'm in sharp focus, everything in the background is blurry, and the bike's leaned over and everything. It's like, oh, cool. This thing, this is gonna be as much a cool story about how how cool Carl can look than it is about the bike. <laughs> yeah,
1: I can ride a bike.
0: <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, because that's the one thing I I I reviewed a couple of bikes before, and I think that the no matter what you're driving, it is very difficult. Even even when I was trying to do. Um, all oh, those little Honda scooters—I call them scooters. They're not; they're motorcycles. Um, I can't even what they're called.
1: The Shadow? No.
0: No, they're like two hundred CC bikes. Actually, I actually have one for sale right now. But um, th- you can't shoot yourself. You can't hook up no. GoPros and point them at your face. It's impossible. No.
2: Right. Yeah. So and I mean, it's great guys,
0: to have a photographer.
2: No, and they knew all the locations, Lauren. I mean, the shit. It's not just that the bike looks cool, but it's like they got me and in like with backgrounds where you see the ocean and you see like, you know, Knob Hill and stuff like that. It's like, Whoa, these look like these, it's like, I feel like I was, you know, they they always have the professional models doing like the press shoot Mm -hmm. stuff, you know? And it's like, wow, I feel like I was like the model for the bike. You get makeup. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <You reminded me. laughs> well thankfully i had well, a, that was wearing
2: a helmet i hope that's the other reason that i liked it because you know i've got the perfect face for radio or podcasting yeah. so uh when i had the <laughs> motorcycle with the helmet on and the leather jacket it's like okay now carl looks cool you know he looks great there you can't see his face really that's as good as he gets to look so uh yeah. so yeah
1: so lauren we're gonna see your face in amelia last week right so tell us yeah, about no. it because you you're, you're uh, judging the this time
0: Yes, I'll be judging this time rather than showing. In the past, my husband has won at Amelia Island with his 65 Shelby because that's like as far as they go up to newer. I do Mm. not know what class I'll be judging. I will not find that out till probably later on, uh, just like a couple days before, because I don't want anyone to be playing any political games. Oh, my car is in there. Don't forget to, you know. (laughs) Yeah. But the Amelia Island is the East Coast show of, of pebble beach and people think oh pebble beach no no amelia island really is a spectacular event and if you have if you're down that way if you have a chance to go down to the amelia island concourse you will be so impressed it's may 20th through the 23rd it's on amelia island or fernandina beach it's literally held on the golf course that's right in front of the ritz carlton which is the main hotel. And the show's foundation raises like almost $4 million for hospice and, and local communities and Spinal Bifida of Jacksonville. They really do a nice job with it. But the cars that are there are just spectacular. This year, they're using Lynn St. James as their um, as their host, their honoree. Um, and they'll have the Porsche Club there. So I'll be there for the works reunion. Uh, a good friend of mine is bringing down his Porsche that we've uh, covered on uh, my channel, uh, Car Coach Reports. But it's um, really cool cars. I mean, every year there's something different and they won't let you bring it back. Like you'll see, you go to a lot of car shows, oh, I saw that last year. You that's never the case. What you saw last year, you're not allowed to bring the vehicle back unless it's had a complete restoration or something has changed dramatically about it. But if it's, it goes back to original, it's, that's it. I mean, what are you going to do unless it was in a fire or damaged or whatever? So uh, once it's there, it can go on to other shows and it's not allowed to come back. So we'll have a new car That's for, for so year, Another
1: sign that the pandemic is getting over because like this is an auto show in reality. Yeah. No I, I think it's, no I think it's going to be the first one. No mask. Uh, so I'll be there too. We're going to, we're not going to see you there, Carl
2: no and i thought about going this year but my schedule as i just explained and i just yeah. the, the month of may is going to be crazy enough and i was like i guess i can't also go to amelia because like literally when i once i committed to the long tail i was like all right if i'm doing long tail and i'm gonna be gone for eight days in a row i'm not gonna, I'm gonna add sure another three four days. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she did she was like yeah yeah go have fun see you later so that's awesome. uh that's awesome was, that's, that's a good fun. partnership yeah, yeah so, so if you're going anyway, to be down so the, there,
0: look for our, Javier, and I will be wandering around. You can look at what we look like by just finding us on uh, on some form, some search engine. What does Javier Moda look like, or Lauren Fix? Yeah. Mike Harley <laughs> will also be down there. So if you see us, stop us, say hello, and introduce yeah. yourself. And and, uh, and again, we'll this wandering. is uh,
1: another step. Uh, Two thirds of the team will be together, and like we just need another opportunity for the three of us to be really together on uh, on the road. So.
2: That's the next step. Isn't Toyota
0: coming up in June that we're all going to be at yeah. the same event? Carl, are you going to be there?
2: So that one is coming up. Uh, I have not gotten an official invite on that one. Uh, I have heard some of the details about it. Um, sounds like an interesting event, but uh, at this point, I'm not scheduled to go on that. So we'll see what happens.
0: I have to wow. pull some strings uh, for go you. Go
1: back to work on that and uh, make it happen so I can see you.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. Okay.
1: Thank you, Carl. It was great to hear you again, and uh, Lauren. I'll see you in a couple—well, actually, like, like ten days uh, in right. Valley Island, and
0: uh, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be... look forward to seeing you soon, Carl, at one of the events. I mean, it's nice to be able to see our friends again. Let me tell you, it's a breath of fresh air. Exactly. I'm on my way to New York City for a BMW event tomorrow morning, um, so be, it'll be—it'll be fun. It's great to get back out there and see Jen's—Jen's uh, yeah. Miner Jen's will be there. He was on uh, last week's show, two weeks ago's show. Right. So it'll be yeah. good, good to I catch guess up. we
1: have a little bit of news on that front. Uh, Lauren, uh, mm-hmm. our friend Mike Harley, Al Vasquez, Jose Carlos de Mier, and myself were accepted for World Car of the Year jurors for next year. So there you go. Yeah. We That's know right. Thing to do. <laughs> yeah. Right. So uh,
0: so we're also three of us. Um, well, there's actually four total. There's a gentleman from Canada. Javier uh, and Al Vasquez and myself are also North American Car and Truck of the Year jurors, just like Carl. So Carl, you got to come join us over over at the World Car now.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, what's the total juror count over there?
0: Oh, they're like 100, Like
2: 96. Yeah. Yeah. They have a lot. Yeah, I'm glad
0: it's them and not me because when I was the president of, of North American Car and Truck of the Year, the first thing we do is cut the jury down. <laughs> I know. It got but too theirs big. Is world. theirs is the world. Yeah, Ours exactly. Is this is North the world. North America. So. This is a big difference. Yeah, okay. but what
2: I always think when I hear World Card of the Year and I hear people that are local in the U.S., I'm like, so so uh, you guys got some good seat time in that, you know, uh, in that uh, Vauxhall, right? Okay, cool. Glad you're going to vote on that, you know.
1: <laughs> okay. Let's see how we do it. Well, the, pande- <laughs> the, the end of the pandemic is going to bring new things. So maybe that yes, will help. you never
0: can tell. <laughs> you never can tell.
2: That's right.
1: Okay. Thank you, Carl. Thank you, Lauren. And uh, talk to you again uh, next week.
0: All right. Okay. Take, Take care, care guys. guys. Thank you thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at TotalCarscore.com.